Hey everybody, welcome to episode 8 of the Fix Your Sex Podcast, where we talk all things sex. I am your host, Amina, and I am a sex coach and sex doula, a tantric body worker, and basically an all-around sexual revolutionary. I am here to share my thoughts and hot takes on how and why we are still having bad sex in the 21st century and hoping to provide you with some solutions and tips so that you get to have great sex for the rest of your lives. Quick disclaimer, this podcast is for grown-ups and there's sensitive topics being discussed. So if you are under 18 or if conversations about sex and the usage of profanity bother you, you might want to leave now. Um, but if you stay, you've been warned. So I just want to put that out there. Today, today is Mother's Day, which is always um, a strange holiday for a lot of people. A lot of people don't have um, the same Mother's Day experience as others. And so I want to say Happy Mother's Day to those of you that are celebrating this day and to say that I'm holding space for those of you that are not celebrating today because um, there's a lot of reasons you don't celebrate. It's a made-up holiday anyway, but um, if you're honoring your mother today or if you're being honored as a mother, I just want to send you a shout-out and say, um, good on you. Sex is how you get to motherhood, so we can't neglect that on a t- show that talks about sex. For those of you that are out there trying to become mothers, sending good vibes and um, positive energy out to you right now, hopefully you're having some Mother's Day um sex that will lead you down that path to procreation and make it good, be aroused, be happy so that um, your body's filled with some positive energy as you receive whatever, whatever you're receiving today and hoping that that helps you in your path to parenthood. So yeah, let's want to start with that and otherwise happy Happy summertime. Summer is here. It's warm in Atlanta. It's beautiful out. Um, I keep hearing complaints, but it's so funny because everyone was complaining a couple weeks ago. It was too cold. I left and went to the islands because it was too cold. And now it's perfectly nice outside. It's 90 degrees. It's sunny. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. And it's been a great weekend. I had my Art of Cunnilingus class this weekend where we did a beautiful, everyone painted beautiful pussy art. Um, everyone got a canvas and I gave a lecture on how to eat pussy um, from the most basic to the extent, you know, a little, little deeper. I didn't go super deep. There, I think I could do a 10 week series on how to eat pussy and it would be all right. Um, but we went over a lot of the basics and answered some questions and just had a good time. We were pretty much sold out. So if you missed this one, um, you should definitely come to the next one. They are, my, my classes are really filling up quickly now here in Atlanta, which is a good feeling for me being, I've been here for a year and a half and picking up and starting in a new state is always challenging, but my mommy is the reason why I'm here in Atlanta and so I'm making the best of what I can do here and it's going pretty well. I love Atlanta. I love the vibe. I love the energy. I'm super excited. Frolicon is coming up this weekend, this coming weekend, and I get to judge um, a contest at Frolicon. So if you're at Frolicon and you, or you're planning on attending, 
and you listen to my podcast or you follow me on Instagram and you just heard this one, come and check me out because I'm going to be nervous, I think. Um, It's my first time going to Frolicon and I just found out that I'm supposed to, I guess it's a big like outfits thing that I wasn't aware of. I'm such a nudist that I was planning on just going and being nude, but I'm sorry, but all my, you know, Facebook friends that are going and posting about the outfits that they got. So I don't know. I haven't got to figure this path out. I got to try to figure out what, what's going to fit my soul and spirit for Frolicon. So I'm super excited for that. The burlesque hall of fame is coming up at the end of the month and I get to host some burlesquers here. Miss Catwings is coming in from Honolulu and she's going to be um, my guest here in Atlanta. So you'll be able to catch her on a podcast later in the month. I'm excited about that. And she's going to be performing here in Atlanta. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about all of life right now, but especially um, burlesque um, festival season is upon us. And I love watching the burlesque performers really just own their sensuality and be energetic about about being sexy without any shame or um any negative connotation around it for them it just really such an empowering thing so i'm grateful for that and to be able to be around that and sex down south sex down south is coming up in september it's gonna wrap my summer up i guess because it's like labor day weekend i believe the 6th through 8th If you have not yet registered for Sex Down South, this is my plug. I will be teaching at Sex Down South. You do not want to miss my classes. If you are a sex worker and you are struggling right now, like many sex workers are, I will be giving a wonderful class on um, selling sex online. And it will, you know, it's just some informative information about, you know, what, what's happening and, and what's, you know, where we're going and, and you should be there. Um, I'm also giving my pussy worship class, so that's going to be good fun. And I'm finally giving it somewhere where I can legally show pussy. So that's exciting. Um, You can really learn a lot at Sex Down South and at Frolicon. So please come in and check me out at both or at least one. Atlanta Poly Conference is coming up in June. Um, I think that's June 8th. And I'll be there. You come say hi to, I'll have a booth there. I'll be doing some healing sessions and chatting with folks and just, just all around good time. So yeah, it's that time of year where we're being sexy in public. We don't have to wear a lot of clothes and there's conferences and conventions and festivals abound. So come and say hi to me at one of them. So if you've been listening to my podcast, um, you may have noticed something different about my intro this time. And one of the things that I decided to add to my list of titles is a sex doula because I really don't think sex coach fits me as much as sex doula does. And a sex doula is a much easier thing to understand, I think, for people because we know what a doula does um, and we're moving into a place in society where most people know what a doula is. And most people are really confused as to what a coach is and how sex coaching can be can be done. And so when I explain what a sex coach does, people are like, oh, um, that's not what I thought. Or 
they don't really know what to think. But I feel like the word doula, and I was a birth doula when I first went to massage school. It resonates better with me and my spirit. And um, I think people get a better idea as to what that is. Doula is a helper, an assistant. It's Greek. It comes from, that's, that's the origin of the word, is to be a helper. And so there are so many aspects of that, um, what that looks like. When I was a birthing doula, uh, sometimes it looked like massaging the mother before um, before she went into labor, while she was in labor. It meant helping with a birth plan, helping map out what was going to work for her in her pregnancy, what were her ideal situations in her pregnancy. Um, and, and what's going to happen if things aren't going in the way that, that that pregnancy is or that birth and delivery is planned um, because sometimes it doesn't happen, right? And I think in sex, it's the same, right? We have these ideas that we want what our sex is supposed to look like and we have a plan, hopefully, some of us do anyway, and those plans don't always line up in the way that we think they're supposed to line up and that we don't know what to do when we're there in that situation, it's like, ah, this is not what I was expecting. I was thinking it was going to look different or feel different or be different. Now, what do I do? Can I back out now? Can I change the rules now? Can I say, I don't like this after all, I want to go back to that or let's try something different. Having that pleasure roadmap, um, helping people figure out how to map pleasure. That's what I do. People are like, well, what does a sex coach do? I'm a sex doula. It's such a better term. So you'll hear that now in my opening. Um, I'm offering massage to lovers in the same way that I offer it to, um, to new mothers that, you know, to help you relax and be, be more prepared for what you're getting yourself into to show um, partners how to massage their their mothers was something that like okay here your mother this woman is getting ready to have a baby and it's her body's going to be shifting and changing and this is how you relax her before doing it after same thing your lover is getting ready to embark on a sexual experience with you and here are some tools that you can use to relax your lover and to also become more relaxed um before during and after after and sex is really important so yeah, that's that's where we're going. That's that's what the shift is for me. Um, and so I'm going to change my next four week course. Will will be more on the sex doula side of the work instead of just the massage side because there's so much more. And some of my students that have graduated recently from my ten week program are like, okay, where do I start with getting clients? And it's it's challenging if you don't know exactly what you want to do. And so when I did my doula training, you know, you get to pick, are you going to be postpartum? Are you going to be prenatal? Are you going to be a birth doula? Are you going to do multiple areas? I think the same thing needs to happen in my training. And, and I'm looking forward to working with, with my students to kind of guide them on figuring out, like, let's hone in on something. So yeah, that's cool for me. I hope... I hope that if you've been thinking about your sex and and how you want it to be, maybe if it's not where it should be, that you can kind of grasp from some of the tools that doulas use in mapping out how to make sure your sex 
is as good as it can be for you and your needs. So yeah, sex doula, hashtag sex doula. That's what you'll see now. So another part of what my work day, work life usually entails is working with people in a different way sexually. People are having a hard time connecting. Not just, not just you. It's not just your friends. In general, I think we have so many contributing factors. So I don't want to point to one thing in particular. I use social media. Many of you have found me from social media. So I don't like to demonize it. But I do recognize that sometimes we find ourselves not truly in a space or with the space that we can connect with a person outside of social media in a way that feels genuine. Because of that, I get a lot of couples that are coming in that are not happy in their relationships. And I'm not talking about like not happy like our grandparents weren't, where they just went to work all the time and, um, you know, went to work, went to sleep, raised kids. Like not that kind of happy or unhappiness. It's a little more, it's a little different. It's a little deeper. You know, people that don't feel like they're connected or they feel like they're constantly fighting over little things in their relationships and it's making it challenging for them to build bonds that they feel like they should have with their partners. And it's, it's sad, but it's reflective, I think, of, of our current state in that we're so used to disagreeing with people online. In fact, I would go as far as to say that right now our online, our digital culture is one that you're automatically ready to say something opposite when you speak um, to someone online. When someone posts something that you're kind of, I feel like many people are kind of looking for something to say, oh, that's, well, that's one way to see it instead of just hearing the other way to see it. And that happens in relationships, not just romantic ones, but friendships as well. That sometimes we're not listening just to hear what our partner says, just to get to know what they, what they're saying. We want to communicate what we believe is right. Also, I want you to know that this is my opinion. And, and so it's really hard for me to really fully get to know you and your opinion because I'm so eager to also interject mine. In my practice, I encourage lovers to sit in silence, um, to stay in silence for long periods of time, to be alone, to start to listen to themselves and develop their own opinions, free of social media and free of the ideals of their lovers as well. And as you start to do that, as you start to really um, learn to listen to yourself, then eventually you start to listen to others a little differently. That's the hope anyway, right? So when you're, you know, having a conversation with your lover and you're arguing about something that's so manini, so minuscule, a lot of that is because you are arguing. Let them have an opinion. Listen to what that opinion is. Learn what, what makes them tick. You'll have an opportunity, unless you're planning on leaving, 
to one day express your thoughts on the matter. But we're so um, combative in our conversation. We're so ready to jump down, you know, not jump down someone's throat. That's such an exaggerated um, response to it. but, But it's what you're doing, really. It's like, okay, you're talking now. Let me talk. I'm not finished. Let me talk. I would like to go back and forth. You don't, so that, that creates an argument because it puts it, it positions your lover or your friend or your family member in a position of defense. Like they're now defending their position. And so now you have, you know, these two people that are defending their position when it doesn't have to be like that. Realistically, all you wanted to do was state that this is how you felt. Or this is what you thought. Or this is how you saw the art on the wall. Oh, well, I saw this. Instead of just listening and saying, okay, I can see that. Hmm. And then maybe in your silence, you get to reflect on that later. Maybe in a space where you're meditating, thinking about what your week or what your day looked like. You can go back to that conversation. See what they were looking at and hear how they viewed it. And process your understanding about what kind of person that that, is, that you're with. And if you start to process information like that before you enter into these extensive relationships, then you really will know your partner a lot better, right? You will have an idea about what their likes are and what their dislikes are. And they won't be surprising and they won't be point, points to argue, really. What happens is we jump into these relationships without any of this happening. And now we have something to argue about because we really want our lovers to be reflections of us. And how did we get here? How did we get in this relationship and you aren't making any sense to me? Maybe I just need to show you what I mean. Maybe you just don't understand that this is my way is a better way. And this shows up in the bedroom because now you're having this relationship with somebody who's becoming more and more irritating. Right? Because you're arguing with them. They're stating something that doesn't make any sense to you or doesn't fall in line with your morals or ideals or your thought objectives, whatever. And you would like to counter them so often that this relationship is really just a bunch of arguments and some sex. And the arguments are more passionate. And so you start moving away from sex. You start having sex less and less. Or when you have sex, it's not as good because you don't feel as connected because you're not connecting outside of sex. You're not hearing each other. You're not listening to each other. You're not receiving the other's opinion and processing it because you have to prepare your argument. Your rebuttal is being drafted as they speak. So I think that we really have to... um, reevaluate that, you know, and when I'm working with clients, like right now I have a client that's coming in and her and her partner have been together for a long time, but they fight so much and they go for 24 hours without speaking after they fight. Like, it's not like they're no longer fighting and then just jumping right back into it. They're fighting and they're angry for a day. They won't speak to each other. And first of all, what kind of anger is that? Think about what that is and how that is existing in you. What kind of energy that's bringing to your body, to your spirit, 
to your bedroom, to your overall uh, overall well being. Like it's just such no, just don't. It's not it's not a good place to be in, right? You're pissed off for a whole day. Everything you know, you might have a moment, but your 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 best friend, your partner, your confidant, your lover, you can't share any of that with because you're holding on to anger. And so that's one thing that, that, like, okay, let's work through this. But the other thing is, why are these arguments coming up? Why are you recognizing that you're having a small argument? We keep fighting over something small is the craziest thing I hear the most often. Why are you fighting over something small? Why are you letting something small get in the way of your pleasure and happiness? I want you to have great sex. I want you to have amazing sex and build amazing connections with your partners. I want you to have amazing orgasms free of the weight of thought outside of that sexual space. So what fighting over little things doesn't, that doesn't, it's not a formula for, for pleasurable sex life. For a pleasurable life in general, which to me, um, I'm not asexual. So for me, I think that a pleasurable life includes a pleasurable sex life. We are sexual beings. We are created for sexual pleasure. It's a big part of how we're designed. So you can't separate that from from the who we are. So having anger for a whole, a whole day or for a couple days, um, caring attitudes, coming up later and be like, well, remember back when you said such and such, and that was from a while ago, like holding on to all that, we have to let that go. So that's what I'm working on with my clients right now. Also, um, in addition, which is again, in, uh, in alignment with the idea of a sex doula, because when you are preparing for sex or you're, you know, recovering, you're trying to reestablish sexual connection all of that, there's so many other elements. It's not just me showing you how to eat pussy, which I can do. I can show you that. I can show you all about our sexual organs and where our pleasure centers are. And I can help with um, pleasure mapping. But there's, it's a bigger picture. When I say I'm a sex coach or a sex doula, it's not just about the layup, right? It's all of the rest of the game. It's the rest of the chessboard. It's your defense and your your strategy and and how you really get to exist with another person is it in a way that you share sexual energy and sexual pleasure really relies on so many other variables. What you're eating, how's your diet, how's your water consumption? Are you dehydrated? Your pussy is not as wet as it can be. Your semen is not as delicious as it should be because you're not you're you're not consuming what your body really needs and so your partner doesn't want to taste your pussy or taste your your semen your partner doesn't really want to be inside of you as much because it's not as moist as it was it doesn't feel as good or you don't want someone inside of you because it's not as moist it's uncomfortable now it's dry um things like that like it's the picture is so much bigger there's sex in the middle bubble And then there's all these thought bubbles that come from that middle bubble. And we have to focus on all of these. How much movement are you flexible in a way that allows you, um, for those of us that are fully body or able body, 
Are you flexible in a way that allows you to move in the bedroom? Are you in physical shape enough that allows you to move in a way that provides the appropriate amount of friction for your partner? There is so much to it. Um, are Is it safe for you to have an erection because your blood pressure is so high? Or is it safe for you to reach orgasm because your blood pressure is so high that this could be... Um, is this could be counterintuitive for for someone that's that's unhealthy that's not at a state they need to be at um there's so many so many variables right so it's not just i'm not just coaching you how to put it inside how to touch it how to lick it how to lubricate it but also how to live so that you're able to be sexual that you feel sexual that you're energetically okay with your sexuality and that you and your partner are connecting in a way that makes you want to be sexual with each other. Because that's huge. That's a big part of it. If you're not there with your partner, then you might as well go out and get some one night stands. So that you don't have to deal with it. Right? You don't have to deal with all the other stuff. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I didn't want to say much this time. I'm trying. I'm really working right now to keep my podcast right about the 30 minute mark it's hard this might be one of the most challenging things that I'm, I'm coming across in my work just because I can be pretty long-winded so um today is a good day I'm gonna go back outside and play there's a couple more hours of daylight I'm gonna enjoy the sun and enjoy the park I hope you're enjoying the sun enjoying the park and enjoying your sex life and I hope that you're working on making it better if you would like to book an appointment with me I have my full menu from um, masturbation and meditation to tantric massage to classes to coaching. All of that is always available at www.atl, like the airport code, tantra.com. That's www.atltantra.com. You can also read my blog there and keep up to up to date with events and things that I have going on in my world as well as specials, promos, discounts, giveaways. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that we're all involved in this sexual revolution together and that I keep you engaged. So please follow me on Instagram, Atlanta Tantra. Also on Twitter at ATL Tantra. And on Facebook, I'm also Atlanta Tantra Fearless Giving. I look forward to hearing, um, sitting with you in my next podcast. Thank you for listening all the way through to this one. Hopefully, I will see you at Frolicon. Come by, say hi. Please um, introduce yourself. Don't be shy at Frolicon. If you're there, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and that's it. I look forward to having you around for the next one and hopefully meeting you. Go have some great sex. Aloha and a hui ho.